On today's show, I chat to Plymouth-based singer-songwriter George Moyer. George's music has been described as whimsical, lovelorn bedroom pop in a similar vein to Rex Orange County. In March of this year, he released his second EP called Guide to Growing. One of the tracks, titled Empty, was featured on Spotify's New Music Friday, which is how I discovered George's music. It's a real treat to have him on the show. Flowers, cause I feel like I want to impress her. She likes saving money, so I got them cheap. Been ages since I told her how I like her haircut. She doesn't believe me, so I say again. Every evening I spend with you, I just make you feel strange. Just pretending to read the news, never acting my age. Just been thinking about myself. the music scene like in Plymouth? Yeah, do you know what? I, I don't really know an awful lot about it. I've, I kind of feel like I'm fairly, like, I, I'm just terrible with keeping up with what's going on. There, there are quite a few, like, really cool acts out, out there at the minute. Um, there's uh, Jimmy Yost is really great. Um, there's a guy called Swim. He's really cool. He does, like, um, he's like a one-man band guy. He does, like, um, keys and drums and sings and like plays bass and has all these guitar pedals it's really cool live and actually like i've had some some of the bbc introducing stuff there's quite a lot of um hip-hop stuff about now as well which is quite cool you don't kind of particularly think of like devon and cornwall is like yeah a hub for hip-hop but i think there's a bit more of a scene scene down there than people think but you're a you're a multi-instrumentalist yourself though right when did you learn to play the various instruments that you play oh gosh yeah well i i think i can only really play piano properly to be honest and, okay. and even then that's you know i'm not great i was probably i i was talking about this the other day to a mate i i started learning piano before i knew my alphabet so my, I don't know how my why my parents thought it was a good idea, but I obviously was really into it. Um, I yeah had lessons from this jazz pianist when I was like maybe two or three. Didn't know my alphabet. Really hard to kind of learn keys when <laughs> yeah, you have names and you have no clue what the like yeah. So I and like yeah, obviously maybe could count to ten just about, so I could kind of do finger names, but. I, yeah, for like finger placement and stuff. Mm. I also used to play violin, but I never got past like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. But I kind of yeah, through the years of like taught myself like bass and guitar, just kind of basic stuff to you know enough to to kind of take a hundred takes and maybe one of them will be good for a recording sort of thing. But yeah, sure. <laughs> it's cool. it's it's mainly keys to be honest. I cheat a lot of the time. When did you start writing your own songs? Um, I th- I think I was like thirteen when I started writing. So it's been, yeah, gosh, over like over ten years now. But um, yeah, I I kind of was inspired. There was like a kind of dubstep scene. Like the whole Skrillex thing was quite big, um, back then. And so I thought, why not try my hand at <laughs> making some dubstep? <laughs> 
and that kind of led into this like weird post post dubstep electronic kind of stuff where I kind of was singing and stuff. But yeah, I was like thirteen. Absolute trash songs, but um, it was good fun. Yeah. I'm sure there's one that could make a resurgence if you look through your uh, your notebook or something. Perhaps you could. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I feel I can. I've got a few kind of albums worth of um, old trash songs that I could dip into if I'm absolutely desperate. But I don't know. I feel like that would be a kind of down point in my career if I'm ever dipping into that catalogue. <laughs> and uh, alongside making music, you're also very heavily into animation, right? Yeah, good old Wallace and Gromit vibes, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's genuinely kind of what um, I used to love Wallace and Gromit as a kid and all the like um, little odd man stop motion stuff. So, um, yeah, I used to kind of the, the classic gateway into stuff like that, like that, the animation world is like the Lego stop motion thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, used to love that as a kid, would spend hours and hours up, up in my room making lego stop motion films that made no sense whatsoever um yeah i did used to do that as a kid and then when i was um, in high school i picked up a job um for a, a psychologist animating his kind of promotional videos and it became my from there became my career mm-hmm. for a little bit um doing um business animation and i landed a job in a tv company doing animation and and then kind of had had enough of it after a bit and yeah went full-on music mode um got you on the radio on work experience was that before or after the, the animation jobs uh that was before actually so i i um yeah i might have actually started this the job with the psychologist at that point so i would have just been starting that job um, and i had like a day's work experience up at radio one crazy experience for like i was like maybe 16 or something um yeah went up and and kind of had a day's work experience with with greg james absolutely bonkers you know you're kind of like i was really shy 16 year old sat in the corner didn't say anything (laughs) probably could have got more out of it if i had kind of been a bit more social but i was just kind of there not quite believing that i was in uh, like in the radio one studio but um yeah <laughs> and now it turns out that he's playing your songs on his show so yeah absolutely bonkers can't mm-hmm. believe it it's like yeah full circle mm-hmm. has he seen those animations that you've done yeah he actually i I think he did he's he like reposted it on his instagram into this animation he reposted it and it looked like thousands and thousands of views <laughs> it was like just it's yeah bizarre moment to to kind of yeah like be seen by the world for a minute if you know what i mean like yeah yeah crazy yeah, yeah crazy yeah. so how long after you left that animation job in tv before you eventually signed your record deal i know that was fairly recent right yeah so i kind of um uh when was it it was it was 20 2019 i quit mm-hmm. yeah I, I quit the job in the summer it, it was like um the that year 2019 was mental for me it was kind of before any of the music had sort of gone out officially I'd, I'd been putting stuff out and was getting some introducing plays on BBC introducing um and I got my first ever blog placement which kind of kicked off 
a load of conversations um, for me in the industry. I was still working my full-time TV job. Um, and I had about six months of kind of getting a bit of a team together. Like I had management and kind of agents and radio pluggers and lawyers all in my emails. And it was like, yeah, absolutely bonkers. I, I kind of got myself a little team together and signed a, a little EP deal. Um, I think that July of 2019, um, I think it was like the hottest day of the year. It was like 40 degrees. I went up to London to sign this deal. Um, I took my last allocated day off um, f from my job to go up and um, and sign it. Worth it though, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. The next day I came in, gave my gave my notice in, um, and quit. Um, I, it was a stupid move at the time because the, the deal I signed was not at all big enough to justify quitting my job. <laughs> but it worked out. I managed to sign a, sign a, a deal after that and... Right. Um, yeah, here we are. I've been full-time music for like, oh goodness me, for two years. Yeah. Two years in like next month. Yeah. Crazy. And, yeah, and, and from all of those blog posts and reviews that I've seen so far, especially for Guides to Growing, I see a lot of people comparing you to Rex Orange County. How do you feel mm. about that comparison? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of very flattered to be compared to anyone. I kind of. Um, yeah, it's it's weird though because I've never really kind of listened to much of his stuff, and it's sort. Of, I think there's like a few kind of chords in there that, like, we've got in common. Just the kind of substituted minors and and things like that. Just kind of chucking in wonky chords. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I I literally only ever heard about Rex Orange County like after people had started saying that I sounded like him, which is probably kind of bad because he's definitely like. <laughs> I sh definitely should have heard of him before, but yeah. So I'm I'm very honoured to to be compared to him at all. Um, I think he's a great songwriter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How pleased have you been with the reaction to Guides Are Growing so far? Oh, absolutely blown away. It's been been really lovely. Um, to kind of yeah see people really enjoying the songs and kind of um yeah it got some great radio plays and i was on like the whole bbc national radio thing for like all the local radio stations were playing flowers and um yeah i've got people like sending videos of them dancing along to the songs and then it kind of leads to um stuff like this where i get to chat to to people about what's going on which yeah. is great fun um so i yeah and i'm just kind of like here in my room just like yeah making making music having a great time um but it's yeah incredible i can't can't believe that people are kind of <laughs> as interested in what i'm um, doing as they actually are so yeah it's great fun my girlfriend's favorite track is flowers she's a florist so i mean that's oh, natural awesome. i think i was wondering if is that track about anybody in particular yeah no no it's, it's about my partner we were kind of um i actually wrote it just after i um signed my that first deal like two years ago um and we we were in a bit of a rough patch she wasn't very happy with me um and i was being kind of a little bit selfish and um yeah not not too nice of a person I'm, I'm afraid but we um yeah i i we'd been arguing a lot i went away on this studio week um and and wrote this song kind of like processed everything came back 
apologized gave us some flowers had written a song and we were kind of we were all all right after that we're still still going strong my favorite tracks baked beans awesome. to me it's, it seems like a social commentary about poverty but perhaps to you it's more of just a tongue-in-cheek song about being broke yeah it, it's it's about a period in my life where um i was completely broke um <laughs> and uh, you know i kind of just moved out of my parents house i was in in a new city and um i was in this house share where i could like only just afford it i was still like freelance video editing and stuff mm -hmm. had no clue what i was doing um and like every month it was just really really tight i i kind of had about five to seven quid spare like on top of paying just basic bills mm -hmm. to buy food um so baked beans kind of were like a, a bit of a staple for me at the time i kind of yeah did, bolster them up with there's a line that people kind of think is funny about adding oats but genuinely I did used to add oats so it would kind of fill me up a bit more uh, at one point I had zero money in my bank account and 24 pence in mm. my pocket and that was it so it's kind of yeah pretty brutal I'm I was kind of I feel very um fortunate to have been able to write the baked beans song after that experience having come out the other side of it but um yeah for a lot of people that's kind of um just just the everyday reality i guess yeah um, yeah yeah definitely. And it's, definitely it's pretty brutal yeah um mm -hmm. so it's kind of about like yeah the the kind of resilience that you've got to have to 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 be able to exist like that and kind of you've got to be able to um yeah hope for more than that i think yeah uh, I, I don't think I've ever been in a position like that. I can't imagine what it's like. I think the only thing I can compare it to is uh, the staple uni diet, right? So just pasta. Yeah, yeah. But mixing pasta with yeah. baked beans when you run out of, of tomato sauce yeah, or something. That is I've a done that banging before. meal. Yeah, so, so good. Meal. Bit, of cheese, bit of cheese on top, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Baked beans for dinner. Oh, make me So during the corona pandemic, obviously you haven't had a chance to perform live. Uh, even some of these new songs that you've brought out, you haven't played once other than for virtual gigs, things like that. Uh, how much have you, yeah. have you missed it performing to an audience? Um, do you know what? I, I am actually still really green at it. I, I have mm. not played many shows in my life at all. Um, so I think as as george moyer for this project i've kind of performed maybe four times mm. before coronavirus and like kind of small cafes and like um the the most significant gig i played was at um the cavern in exeter which is a great venue but i was like first on only 10 people were there three of them were related to me <laughs> so it's kind of you know like um yes yeah, 
I I I still have no clue what I'm doing. I I think I've I haven't like missed playing shows to ten people, but I'm kind of definitely ready to to go out and play um, some of these songs because they just haven't existed live. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's kind yeah. of it's just a totally different experience, kind of hearing stuff live. I, I remember we had like band um, practice and stuff, and hearing it for like for the first time like hearing baked beans mm-hmm. it was kind of like actually quite emotional like hearing it like this song existing outside of it just being like played on a computer or something mm-hmm. like you can kind of like feel it in the air it's like yeah so i'm really excited to kind of be able to go out and share that with people and um yeah go play some shows get yeah. <laughs> get you're some playing, more shows yeah. under my belt yeah you're playing omira in london right that's a that's gonna host a few yeah. more than people i think yeah hopefully hopefully we'll see, <laughs> see how many tickets we can flog but um yeah, yeah that would be great fun i'm really looking forward to that it's like yeah my first ever headline show which is mm. gonna be sick and are you booked in for any festivals this year I am. I'm. I'm playing um, Boardmasters in August, and there's a, a festival in Cornwall called the Great Estate, which I'm playing yeah. in August as well. Um, and there's <laughs> there is one in Plymouth called, um, which I I was booked on for the other day called the Funky Llama Festival, which I hadn't <laughs> heard of before. Nice. <laughs> sounds sounds great. So I'm gonna go play that one. You like sign me up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Just based on the name alone, gotta go play Funky Llama Festival. Of course, of course. But I'll, be, I'll be heading down to. I'll be at Omira. I'll be there. That's in October, right? I think so. Yeah, you'll have. You'll at least have eleven people there this time. Oh, brilliant! Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing you there, man. Finally, you've just released a new track called Patio. Did you set out to make a song for the English summer? Because obviously, people can't go away. Still, was that the idea? Um, do you know what? It it was not. I I kind of wrote this pre-pandemic over the well okay. not pre like mid-pandemic last summer when people could um could still go on holiday. <laughs> I just couldn't afford it, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna write a song about that. I I do live in quite a a nice little spot by the sea, so I thought I'll you know write a song about making the most of it, even when you've got the the good old English weather and the yeah not much outdoor space but um yeah so it's kind of it's it's happened quite nicely for the re- release of the song i'm sorry about everyone not being able to go on holiday but it works great for me it does yeah it does yeah. it's like timed perfectly as well so that's great yeah. uh, i love the music video as well um talk me through yeah what happened there because i saw that you had obviously the words patio kind of sunburnt <laughs> across your chest how was the shoot yeah, it was great actually. It was the first time I've ever done a video that I haven't made myself. So mm. I, um, this guy called George McCallum came and uh, pitched an idea for for the music video, and I I loved it with the whole ice cream van thing. Um, so he he got a team of people together, and I went down um, for a day, and we shot this music video in like a literally like a, a car park for for like a, a harvester. Um, and it was, it was a really cool experience actually. Like I've never been on a proper video, video shoot like that before, like, um, and been the, <laughs> but not been the guy behind the camera. So it's been, yeah, 
it's been quite an experience kind of um yeah getting my kit off just in my uh swimming trunks with patio over across my chest nice. in front of like 15 people and a big fancy camera um <laughs> but it was good fun that's what it takes to be a star george it's what it takes to be yeah. a star so yeah well it depends what kind of star you want to be What's coming next? Have you been in the studio making some more tunes or? Yeah, we haven't kind of set out a proper release schedule for stuff, but I was in the studio last week, which was great. Mm -hmm. It was the first time since um, since last year that I've kind of got in the studio with someone else and not just been writing. A, a lot of my writing sessions I, I do over Zoom at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, it's so much like, I, I love being on Zoom and writing songs with people that, um, that I like and, and are really talented, but um, yeah, being in the studio with someone is just like so much easier, and so mm -hmm. much nicer. So I kind of, yeah, smashed out another three songs last week, which is good. Nice. Um, nice. So, and yeah, in the form of another EP probably going to come or an album perhaps? Potentially, yeah. Potentially, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. But, sure. Um, yeah, maybe maybe keep an eye out for something around the kind of around the Amira show. We'll we'll see. I'm not sure whether <laughs> whether I'm meant to have said that, but okay, whatever. Cool. Keep it in. No worries. <laughs> well, I'm very much looking forward to seeing you, Amira, and hearing some of the new tracks as well. So, thanks yeah. for your time today, George. Appreciate it. Man, thank you so much for having me on. Great to meet you, man. I don't